Good morning. This is Wednesday, April 10, 2013, and Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's on the front page this morning. President Obama pushes choice for appeals court. Threat to block debate on guns appears to fade. And for ex-regulators, home with a powerful firm. In today's national headlines, lobbyists find an unusual ally in fiscal fight. Report calls for broad changes in science education, and a study says blacks have a slightly higher risk of Alzheimer's. In today's business headlines, Lou's visit to Europe reveals a wide policy gap. KPMG cancels audits over insider trading inquiry, and Aereo's streaming service has TV circling its wagons. More business stories ahead, more national and world news, too, a roundup from the sports page, and New York Times columnist Thomas Friedman. Now, from the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top stories written from Washington. Obama pushes choice for appeals court. Jeremy W. Peters reports. With a coordination and an energy that echo a Supreme Court nomination fight, the Obama administration is pushing for the confirmation of a senior Justice Department lawyer to the country's most prestigious appellate court. If the effort fails, it could lead to a confrontation with the Senate over the long-simmering issue of judicial nominees. The White House is lobbying some of the president's most vocal foes, including Senator Ted Cruz of Texas. Administration officials are trumpeting the endorsement of top Republican lawyers like Kenneth Starr, the special prosecutor who investigated the Clintons, and former clerks for Supreme Court justices. Liberal and conservative are writing letters of support for the nominee, Sri Srinivasan. On Wednesday, the Senate Judiciary Committee will begin hearings on Srinivasan's nomination to the United States Court of Appeals for the District of Columbia Circuit. The nomination will test an aggressive new strategy that the White House and Democrats are hoping will put Republicans in a bind. Approve the highly regarded Srinivasan or risk forcing a change to Senate procedure that could prevent Republicans from filibustering nominees. Beyond its import for other nominations, Srinivasan's confirmation also matters for its own sake. Obama has yet to leave his mark and fill any of the four vacant seats on the court, which often decides major federal cases and has been a stepping stone for Supreme Court justices. Five of the current justices served there first. As a 46-year-old Democratic lawyer with bipartisan backing, who would become the first federal judge of South Asian heritage, Srinivasan himself is a potential Supreme Court candidate. There is really no good reason not to confirm Sri, and no good reason after his hearing not to give him a speedy vote, said Walter Dellinger, who served as Solicitor General under President Bill Clinton, and is one of the organizers of the effort to burnish Srinivasan's centrist credentials, so Republicans will feel they have little choice but to support him. Speaking of his efforts to line up conservatives on Srinivasan's behalf, Dellinger added it was not a hard sell. Like some recent Supreme Court nominees, Srinivasan, the principal deputy solicitor general, does not have the kind of long paper trail on divisive issues that could complicate his prospects although that background also creates some uncertainty among some of the president's allies. He has argued two dozen cases before the Supreme Court. Most recently, he was on the Obama administration's side in arguments last month over the constitutionality of the Defense of Marriage Act. 
along with Starr, Paul Clement, and Theodore Olson, both Solicitors General under President George W. Bush, signed a letter of support drafted by Dellinger. So did Seth Waxman, a Clinton appointee, and Neil Cadiol, Sir Nivasan's predecessor.